Welcome back to the big 5 of the Inti Really, Pocket. the small 5 Yeah. Because uh, not, not really much has happened besides, yeah, what you were saying, roster changes. Roster changes. It's not like big uh, VCT Masters or Challengers or whatever. No, I'm saying the episode. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying like, I know, I know there's five, but this isn't really much of an exciting. Yeah, I mean, it's just like, I'm surprised we actually lasted this long. <laughs> Yeah. Hopefully next year we get a monetized for this because also we we monetized monetized Monos, monetized monetized monetization. So I don't care. I'm not gonna try. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, thank you again for everyone who's listening for Discord, Twitter, yeah. all that for the support. Appreciate you all. Hopefully we have some nice events going on soon. We might have some fighting game tournaments. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. But welcome back to the podcast. The best podcast in the world. The only podcast you should listen to. No other podcast. Yeah, don't listen to that Joe Rogan guy. Yeah, he's bald. Like, who even is that? Like, there's a difference. <laughs> like, we're better. He's bald. We're not. There's a difference, guys. They're more clear. unlucky. Imagine not having hair. Yeah, couldn't be me. We're clearly the better podcast because we have hair. He doesn't. Okay, that we should. You should listen to us. But we should fight him. I think he'd kick our ass. He he used to do. He actually does fighting. He's like fifty. I but thought he was a caster for MMA. Yeah, but he actually like he kind of know trains fighting, and he's like on steroids. Mm. So I don't know if you want to fight a guy on steroids. I'll fight him, easy. Yeah, I'm on steroids. You have you seen me? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> jacked off your ass. All right, so for the there's a shit ton of roster changes that's been going on. <clears throat> So want me to pull it up or something? Yeah, I mean, for I don't know if we've talked about it in the last no, the last episode we had guests on. So for I don't know if you guys know, but we franchising happened officially, officially, and if you guys don't know already, uh, all ten teams of the three regions have been announced. Uh, notable, there's a lot of teams. So for example, noticeable teams that made it. For example, in Americas, there's um, of course, you know. Uh, 100 Thieves, Cloud9, EG, Furia, Crew, Leviathan, Loud, MIBR, NRG, and Sentinels made it in the Americas for EMEA, BBL Esports, Fnatic, Football Esports. Uh, what FUT stands for? I think Football Esports, okay. yeah. Giants, Carmen Corp, Koi, Navi, Heretics, Liquid, and Vitality, they made it for EMEA. And then for the Pacifics, which is the APAC and like the Asian region, is. Uh, Denotation Gaming. I have never heard of that team in my life. Denotation Gaming, DRX, Genji, Global Esports, P- PaperX, Rex, Regum, what? Quion. Quion. I'm not even going to try to pronounce that. T1, Talon Esports, Team Secret, and Zeta Division. So that is all the 30 teams. There's going to be no VCT official tournaments till February in Sao Paulo, Brazil. So. That's gonna be interesting. So when does regular season start then? So how so how they formatted it is the Sao Paulo is like a introduction tournament for like franchising. It's more like, hey, it's our first official tournament. All thirty teams are coming build, in. Build hype. Yeah, there's land and all that. It's still like a ma- major tournament, but it's still coming in. And then they have the whole tournament for qualifiers, and they have one masters tournament again mm-hmm. for LCQ, and then there's champions. So essentially, that's how it goes. Nice. 
Uh, noticeable teams that got cut. Uh, G2 for um, <laughs> Carlo's situation. Yeah. He, unfo- he unfortunately got a. Uh, he unfortunately he got, got tated. Yeah. Uh, they did not like what he, they did. They did not like what um what happened there. So uh, he was apparently funny enough. He was gonna be in Americas. So his the G2 was gonna be un- in the Americas region, and they were gonna pick up the entire exit roster. Mm-hmm. So that's what the plan was gonna be. But because of that, they were like, yeah, no, we can't have you on. So they cut them. They cut G2 from the franchising, both EMEA and Americas. And then EG got the Good spot. Good for them. Which I, I don't know how EG got a spot. Because I feel like... Money. Yeah, but... <laughs> so this, this, there's a lot of speculation regarding that. It, it, clearly, EG was never winning anything. But the reason is that they picked is they chose orgs with structure. They focus structure and how you run your company more than you actually win in games. Yeah, that's what, um, what's his name saying? Fernando. Yeah. So, like, if you didn't listen to the last podcast, like Leviathan, for example, they were like, for the whole, tw- like, 2020 and 2021, they weren't doing so hot. They weren't qualifying they were for just any building land. their brand, though. They were, Brian so, seemed to like that. Yeah. So, when Fernando, uh, if you guys don't know, the CEO of Leviathan, we talked to him last episode, and he was telling us, I was like, they had to present on why, like, their their current plans, their future plans, and why their business as a whole is really good. Yeah, and how, like, they're marketing themselves and how they plan, yeah. So, I think that that's a lot of what Riot was looking at, so that's why you notice, like, why is Evil Genius is there? Again, Evil Genius is this showing that, hey, we have a good structure of an org, we're never in bad waters. We might suck, but we're not in bad waters. So, <laughs> and of course, like energy and all that, but uh, there's a lot of roster changes. Uh, I, I've been only following the Americas one, the other EMEA that has been going on here and there, but like, I haven't really watched it. I haven't really following it because that's going to be a lot. So we'll probably make like a few TikToks around it, but no! uh, some noticeable changes for NRG. <laughs> they cut their entire roster except some. <laughs> their, uh, their star opera. So they cut everybody except some. <clears throat> And apparently they're going to be picking up the old Optic players. So Chet is the coach, FNS, Crashies, and Victor. So apparently they're going to be going to NRG. <laughs> Not the whole Optic roster. Not though. the whole Optic roster, but for <laughs> most of the core. Unlucky. So then, and then apparently artists from FPX, because they didn't make it, artists from FPX is going to be going to NRG. So they're going to, that, because every team gets one import slot. So how it works. I, I like that. So they only so get that one. you can't have fucking like all... Korean teams on all like club. Korean uh, like, like, like China or like works. or EMEA yeah like how League has it like look at uh, Cloud9 I think uh, Blabber for, like I think he's the only NA player I mean Fudge is NA because he's Australia so they're, uh, Australia considered NA because Australia if you import players from Australia they're not considered an import slot in League because they're uh, such a small region they don't and like they're so far away and what their first language is English, so it's fine. I'm surprised that Australia isn't considered like APAC. I think for like for Valorant, they could be considered APAC. Like they'll uh, online, they'll be playing an APAC. But if it was an Ever Land event, they would fly to NA and then they would play there. Like, Interesting. So, so Australia is in that weird spot where it could be APAC and also could be America. So they fall. They fall under both of them. So for example, Cloud Nine, two other players are technically NA, and the rest are. Either Korea uh, and EU. Yeah. So there's that. So, but for the, I, thankfully, they only allow one import slot because I feel like they should keep 
it as only one import slot. Let the region actually grow and produce players. Like, yeah, rather than uh, bandwagoning off the other region. Yeah, just buying a whole other region. It's like, dude, come on, you're not really putting any effort. So that's good. Uh, I like the NRG. And then Cloud9. Merch is valid now. You know why? Because Ye is not going to be... Is oh, yeah. Ye and Zelsas are rumored to be... They've already, like, pure George Geddes. They've signed the contract and they're officially on Cloud9, but as of right now, it's just mm -hmm. all rumored just for legal reasons. Yeah. So the Cloud9 looks fucking stacked. So they have Lee, Vanity, Zeppa. They would kind of have Ye and Zelsus. Dude, maybe they'll actually be good now. Yeah, they're going to build a fucking super team. They literally saw like, they're like, hey, let's build a super team. And they really bought Ye and Zelsus. That's crazy to me. So they look fucking sick. I'm surprised they didn't pick up any of the old <laughs> optic people, though. You know? Yeah, they did. It was Ye. Hey, or was I'm it? stupid. I'm yeah, so, I'm stupid. Ye is the I only. I forgot that Ye is on optic. <laughs> he's still on Anbox, but uh, he's still on Anbox. Yeah, mentally he's still there. But then mentally uh, I'm still in 2020. Yeah, and then 100 Thieves they pick up Cryosol, so they dropped Will and pick up Cryosol, so they have like a real designated opera now, which is good. And then Evil Geniuses, I feel like they forgot to, uh, they forgot they're actually um, in, in franchising because they have not, there's been no leaks or anything regarding roster changes. Maybe they're just content. Content? With what, with what they got. <laughs> they're content with the roster. I feel yeah. like there's too many good players on the market for them to just dr to not pick up any of them. That's kind of insane. And then, Maybe they're booling. Yeah. They're like, we got franchising. We don't got anything to worry about. But uh, Sentinels, they have an interesting um, predicament because, it's, I mean, it says here that Shazam is still on the roster, but it's rumored that um, uh, Depth and Zekin are both going to be on the roster. And apparently Shazam is rumored to, lead, uh, to be cut from the roster or be benched. Thank God. <laughs> Hate that guy. Why? I don't know. He's annoying. I feel Have like you ever seen his streams? I feel like so many, so many people do, like just like I love how all of everyone's like just they just say, "Oh, he's annoying." Like why? He's like just annoying. I'm like, brother, if he's annoying, just don't watch him. <laughs> it's simple. Like I don't really like watching him, but I can't imagine having to play on his team. Yeah, I mean, and he's, apparently he has, just has beef with other players, so that's kind of interesting. So at this point. If Shazam is getting cut, Dapper is the only Sentinels player that's been there from the start. Yes. So Dapper that's would, still standing. I mean, Tens was there for like the past two years, but like, yeah, Dapper but like he's been there for like the whole, the whole ride. The whole ride. So Dapper would be the last remaining person because, you know, Sinatra, Zoms would be gone. Shazam would be gone. I think Sick is right now still on leave. So Sick is still technically on the roster, but right now he's on mental leave because he says he was doing with a lot of mental issues. So. He's he's been taking a little bit of backseat, so I don't know if Sick is gonna come back, because that would because that would be what that would leave one more player unless I miss something. That would leave one player right now on the roster. So yeah, interesting. Uh but that's a whole VCT ro uh, roster mania. It's still gonna go on. Apparently, as of uh, what what they said is they by I think October sixteenth, the all the teams have to lock in at least a minimum of six players. Like, you have to lock in six so players. So, you have to have five in a sub. Yeah. So, you have to lock in six players, I believe, by October 16th. They probably want to avoid people, like, last minute. Yeah. Uh, oh, no. We need Shroud. Yeah. 
<sighs> God. <laughs> it's going to be interesting because, like, it's going to be a bloodbath. Because it kind of sucks. Because, I mean, there is a tier two, but to be fair, like, no, not many orgs are investing no in this. No going to follow it. It's yeah. not going to make a lot of money. Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, TSM, right now, I think TSM and v right now is the only T. Uh, T uh, TSM and Shoptify, that's the old LG roster. They're the only teams I can think of that are still staying together. That's still staying in tier I, two. I still can't imagine why TSM isn't like a franchise team. You think it's because it has something to do with like the whole Reginald thing? And they're like, yeah, I don't we know. Can't do because TSM's still in league, are they not? Yeah, I mean, but they bought their roster. League is completely different. Like, you had to buy your roster. You had to buy yeah. your spot. And they've been there since the literal beginning, unless they sell it. Yeah, so that's why, I, I that for me, I feel like that's even bigger reason. Right? That like, is... they've been there since, like, the start of whatever uh, mm -hmm. uh, LCS. Yeah. So, like, you'd think that their relationship with Riot would be good enough that they get signed and not, like, some of these weirdy teams, like... EG, <laughs> MIBR. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't know how the fuck. Like, MIBR what? Are, got what there. even is that team? One of their players is Jizz. You think he jizzes? No. Okay. I think they're a Brazilian team. So don't make fun of Brazilians because you know you know how Brazilians are. They'll fucking uh, yeah. come after you. Yeah. That's like rule number one of esports. Don't make fun of Brazil. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, I mean, to be fair, it's interesting how orgs got picked. Just because, like, I don't know. It's... I, so, I mean, I get it. Structure is a whole... Uh, is a big thing. But, like, I feel like winning should have a big impact. I feel like Optic still should have made it. Apparently, I mean, I don't know if you remember, but Optic used to be in League. But then they sold their uh, spot to Immortals. Mm -hmm. So I think maybe, like, Raya's like, hey, we don't want you to come in and then just drop your whole roster. And we just there's no... There's no real significant reason, but that's a lot of people speculating. It's because huh. they don't want them to just back out. But it's, I mean, it kind of fucking sucks because Optic is such a big org. They're just, they're a massive org, and it's like just a lot of money, a lot of viewership just brings with it. Maybe Optic also thinks that uh, their original teams like COD and Halo and whatnot are like really the life of their org. So maybe they just find that it's easier to put yeah. resources there rather than in valorant and now they just signed a uh, rocket league that's just now they have uh, optic officially has a rocket league now nice i feel like every org just is like when they just need a when they just need to be in esports rocket league because if you think about it rocket league is just like it's pretty objective like how good you are like it's you just watch some clips and you see what people's mechanics are right and you only need three people for a roster. Maybe four if you want to sub. So you don't have to find like a dozen people. I feel mm. It's probably the easiest esport to like get into. Pull a team together in. You know? Yeah. Apparently there's a lot of money to involve. Like Rocket League, like their prize pools is nuts too. Which is like, I understand maybe or because um. Well, they're owned by Epic, so. Yeah. I mean, that, they're, they're, um. Their prize pools, I forgot how much the last one was, but, like, it was dummy huge. Because I feel like the only reason, like, teams are in Dota is because the TI, like, their prize pools is oh, yeah. dumb. Yeah, yeah, they... Like, the last TI, I, the prize pool was something crazy, like, There's, 16 million. Yeah, they're literally, like, bigger than League. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, mean, so League, I think funny. League World's prize pool has been consistently, like, a million dollars only. Like, only a million dollars. Oh, really? But then, like, Dota, like, you don't hear Dota at all. 
all throughout the year, but then when TI happens, it's like one of the biggest events ever. Mm -hmm. It's bigger than like it's sometimes like as big as like the CS:GO major or like League of Legends worlds. It's like that huge. Yeah. And then like you see the crazy prize pool, and then I think again the prize pool is gonna be around sixteen million again. Like that's insane to me. For an esport. Yeah. What the fuck? If you, get, <laughs> if you get like third place, you're almost a millionaire already. If you if you just get third place in TI, that is insane. They keep it competitive. Yeah, I feel like that's that's one of the driving forces for Dota, in my opinion. Because to be honest with you, I don't hear anybody play Dota. I get it. I well, guess maybe it's, it's, own, it's owned by Valve, correct? Yeah. Yes. And I mean, they got lots of money. They own Steam. Yeah. So like, they got the money to be able to do that. But I feel like I don't know why other or like I don't know why League hasn't done. I mean, they don't have a battle pass system, but I feel like hey, every maybe a they small do, portion, but it's like kind of whack. Like it's not it's not worth buying. You don't yeah. actually get anything cool out of it. I think the closest thing we got was Valorant when they did the champions bundle. It's like, hey, fifty percent of this will go to the prize pool. And mm -hmm. then like the prize pool got I think it was like up to I forgot how much, but I think I think it was from five to nine million. Oh wow. Prize pool. Yeah. It got something pretty big. And then it's like all different but the thing is, it depends on the org, right? So the org depends on how much your prize pool you get, how much your salary, and then what place you get. Mm -hmm. So they all like bounce I think like because last year Paper X, like it was, it was shown that the org gets 100% of your prize pool. Yeah, I think it was something, I think it was that team. And then, like everyone was like, wait, that's kind of fucked because like they, they're like putting in a lot of the work and they're playing the game. Like they should be getting most of the prize pool. Uh, I mean, if you think about like traditional sports, that's kind of how it is as well. Yeah, I mean, it's... they have bonuses. So, like, for example, in yeah. NBA. If you make the all-star team, if you win the NBA, for example, I'm doing this off basketball. So if you make the all-star team, if you make the, if you win the NBA finals, you get a bonus. Like they'll give you, yeah. like, I think the all-star, like each or like each team, they give you like a million dollar bonus just for making the all-star because like, Hey, you're showing, you're, pres you're, you're legit. Yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of on the line, but I feel like, uh, I don't know if esports they should be having bonuses. For example, it's like, Hey. I don't know if they still do it, but um, if they do like first team, like I know LCS does it, where like or like League does it, where like, hey, your first team all top lane, first team all jungler. I feel like org should be like, hey, if you get that, you should get a bonus, mm -hmm. like a small bonus. I feel like yeah. just showing like, hey, you actually produce for our team and you're not just riding the paycheck. Mm -hmm. So I feel like uh, that's fair. More teams. I don't know if they're. I hope Valorant does that, where they're like, hey, this first team all like. Not opera because like it's a little subject, a little different because there's not positions are sub are almost subjective in Valorant because yeah. yeah different people can play different things. Because I mean opera like Chamber is an opera but he's a sentinel so like you can't say yay is number is the best sentinel in the world because I'm like yeah because he's a fucking op. Yeah. <laughs> don't be wrong. Yay <laughs> he is can one, of the one best. shot everybody. What are you talking? Yeah, like you don't be wrong. Yay is definitely a, a top three player in the world. I get that. I'm just saying like role like roles. It's just such a subjective thing in Valorant now. Because, mm -hmm. look, I mean, look at KO and Sky. You could play them like duelists. Like, uh, Chamber yeah. is a Sentinel, but you play them like a duelist. Mm -hmm. uh, like, that's what I don't get. So that's, like, subjective. But I can see, like, hey, you, like, first team all... Uh, and they should have based it off ACS, in my opinion. Be like, hey, yay. We have a really good episode called ACS is Bad that yeah. you should listen to. <laughs> yeah, you should listen to that. They sh you should listen to how cast is more important than the ACS. Because I feel like cast is just as objective. I mean, and for example, like IGLs, they probably would never, if we just based it off ACS, IGLs would never get in 
even though FNS is one mm-hmm. of the best IGLs in the world, he probably would never get in. The yeah. first team all like Valorant and all that. But mm-hmm. I feel like that's should be that would be a topic that Riot should I mean probably Riot's still on it, but in my opinion, they should like get more involved on how they do that. <laughs> Cause I feel like that's also motivates players. Like, hey, damn! If I get if I get a bonus, they could get like MVP and get some extra money for it. Yeah, yeah. Listen, again, money w- makes the world go round. So, <laughs> it's, that's also a big thing. But uh, yeah. So we have oh we have worlds coming. Oh yeah, New York worlds. Go- We're going. Yeah, we go. We again. We got tickets, and it's next week. So groups is next week. Can't wait for that. It's gonna be because I know planes in New Mexico just finished or Mexico City just finished, so that's gonna be interesting. So, what games have you been playing lately? League. You need a new game, man. You can't be playing League. I've been playing Beat Saber. <laughs> oh, you finally got Beat Saber to work? Yeah, it's fun. Uh, got it on Steam, so you get all the, like the custom songs that people make. Yeah, it's fun. How long do you like? Do you still get dizzy when you get off the Oculus? I don't get dizzy or anything. It's just that, like, Beat Saber is so, like, stimulating. Yeah. You know, like, there's so many lights. There's so many moving things. I can't play for more than, like, 20 or so minutes at a time. Like, my eyes will start watering. Yeah. It's just like... <gasps> it's like you're just looking at a lot and just, like, a lot. That's what, I'm, that's what I'm scared of, like, Oculus. I feel like I just play for an hour and I'm like, all right, I, I need, like, a break. Yeah, I mean, like... I don't know. I like I'll I won't usually play for more than an hour and a half or so, no matter what it is. Yeah. Just cause it like it also gets tiring a little bit. I feel like yeah. Um they should have Oculus should have, you know how there's like light, like you can adjust like the blue light in your PC. They should have something like that for mm. VR. I feel like it'd be more inclined for people to go on because like that shit hurts your eye. Like again. That's like you have uh, like having an Oculus on for a long period. It's like you an inch away from your monitor. I don't. I don't find that it hurts my eyes. I usually just like get off because like the strap is uncomfortable for your head or like mm. the thing's kind of heavy. Like it kind of starts hurting your neck if you have to like keep turning and stuff like yeah. that. You know. So like, I don't think it's mad. Like I've never had a problem with oh my eyes hurt after playing it. It's just yeah. It's just like physically tiring. Yeah, like you're playing a game, but you're fucking running around or doing or swinging your arms. Depending or... on what game you're playing, for example, like the game you were talking about. Uh, what was the horror game you were playing? The Tarkov one. Oh, Paradox of Hope. Yeah, I feel like that's like. And like, I have like a gun stock thing for my thing, so it's like you're holding the controllers and this thing. Like, it gets tiring holding this shit up. Yeah. It's definitely like a whole ass exercise. I feel like you yeah. need to go to the gym. It's, you could just play, yeah. you play like Beat Saber. Because I'm like know, an expert on Beat Saber for yeah. an hour a day. I didn't know this, but there's a competitive Beat Saber. Like, there's just like people play for prize pool and all yeah. that. And I'm like, I saw that shit and I'm like, that is insane. How do you like practice? I feel like, like, do they tell you, like, hey, we're going to be playing this song or like, I was looking at it. I was like, damn, this looks fun, but God, does it look taxing. Dude, there, I don't know how people play above fucking hard difficulty, man. Like, there's easy, normal, hard, expert, and expert plus. Hard is like, there's some levels that are kind of easy and some levels that are, that are difficult, you know? And then expert, it's like the jump in difficulty is like, you can't, there's so much shit happening on the screen. You don't even know what to look at. 
And then I don't even know what Expert Plus looks like because I'm too scared to even <laughs> open it up. Yeah. I mean, depending on the song, too, because I've noticed some songs where, like, there's some custom songs where, like, they've done for, like, I've seen some, like, anime music. Where, like, yeah. the, the song goes pretty hard. And then, like, I feel like your arms turn to cello after just playing it. <laughs> yeah, you're just, like, for fucking... X amount of time. It's tiring. Yeah, no. It's fun, though. It's fun. I, I think VR is definitely the future, but I feel like they need to, like, come up with some light, like, I don't know, some light adjustment mode, so, like, your eyes are not so stimulating or, like, it doesn't hurt. So, like, for example, like, like I got LASIK eyes, and I don't want that shit to, like, I don't have to, I don't want to go get it You don't want to fry your eyes. I don't want to fry my eyes, if that, especially when I got it, so it, that's scary to me. But uh, I've been playing Overwatch. It's not bad. So what's what's different? Okay. About Overwatch 2. So, how, for example, okay. Or did you, did you get to play Overwatch 2? Yeah, I'm, I literally played it, like, yesterday. Okay. Because it came out yesterday, so I played it, like, a good amount. Okay, there, it definitely feels better. So, let me explain, right? Instead of going from 6v6, they went to 5v5. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's less cluster on your screen. That's... What, what slot did they take out? They took out tank. So, there's only one tank. Okay. Which, in my opinion, thank fucking God. Because fuck tank class. Yeah, too much health. Yeah, it's like just... It made, like, gunfights last way too long than it needed, right? So, they made, they removed the one tank. So, it's now one tank, two DPS, and then uh, two support. No, 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 one support. Wait, am I an idiot? Tank, two one DPS. One tank, two... And then two support, yeah. So they have two healers, one tank, and then two DPS. So that's five, right? In my opinion, it felt better because, like, now I'm actually, like... Because the thing is, like, tanks are now because only one. It's more tankier, so that's fine, right? And then they made some, like... Some some DPS characters that were DPS in Overwatch 1 are now tank characters, which is nice because... Like like who? I think Doomfist is now a tank. He was a DPS. Oh, I feel okay. like I think okay. he's now a tank class because now he does less damage, but he's more uh, his he's abilities mobile. are he's more mobile and his de- his abilities are more spammable, mm-hmm. and he just has more health, but he does less damage, like significantly less. Okay, and like I feel like it was easier to coordinate and just be able to play the game. Like just playing the game as a whole felt better than overall. I mean, it's again, it's quality of life changes, and did it need to be Overwatch two? No. But it, thankfully, it's for free. Have they added any new characters? Yeah, they added like three new characters, which is like fine. The the three new characters are so like they're updating and they're balancing it, which is nice. I don't know how much they're gonna revive the game. I hope they. I mean, I mean, if it goes anything like when the beta came out, it'll be popular for a week and then it'll die. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's that's another issue with the game. I feel like they need. Afghan, like that's what we had. That's what the thing is with Valorant. That's what we were so scared of. It's like if I hope they don't come out with characters too broken. So and then they don't fix it and it's unfixable and then we can't play the game. Mm-hmm. So I mean, Valorant has thankfully done that where they've nerfed players or agents. Yeah. But I feel like um, Overwatch, it doesn't feel crazy. I think every character, no, there's no character I feel I've noticed where I'm like, damn, this is, he's broken. Mm-hmm. I I mean, for the day that I played it, it felt fine. It's like a fun game. I wouldn't. I'm not gonna play it competitively like crazy like that. But it's a fun game to play. Yeah, it's a, yeah, just but, a fun uh, time. I, I like the changes. It's nice. Overwatch. I hope Overwatch disc does well. It's just because like you know, it kind of sucks that you have a whole league. And by the way, the buy-ins for Overwatch. I saw that. That's just like ten million. 
for a game that's like not that big or not yeah big, the sp- the spot in the league yeah it's kind of fucking crazy because i know in league it's like a minimal buy-in is like a million and then like dude, but it's worth it for league. yeah it's worth it for league i get that but it's just like because it comes with cosmetics as well i don't know if league i know league has a world's cosmetics i don't i don't i didn't read into it but i don't know if like for example edg won last year do they get like a portion of the percentage if every time someone buys their skin? I don't know. Yeah, I feel like if that's the case, then yeah, there's more inclined to do it. I know Overwatch has their own like MVP skin that you can get for individual players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I don't see over unless because I know Overwatch, they didn't sign an exclusive deal to only be on YouTube, which kind of is a bad thing to do. You shouldn't be restricted to one platform. I don't know. Maybe it's not the worst idea because uh, Twitch... It's fucking dying. Is literally like on fire right now. <laughs> yeah. I think the biggest one is because the uh creators, all creators, if you're signed exclusively or not, are getting paid uh 50-50 instead of 730. Mm-hmm. So a lot of players are people are like, what the fuck? Like I to be fair, I'm putting in most of the effort. Like, what the fuck? And apparently they're still sticking through with it. They haven't there's no article of them changing it back. It wouldn't surprise me if like some streamer goes and makes their own platform. That's more you think they're going to make a whole new platform? Well, I mean, like, I don't know. Who's a big streamer? Ninja. Ninja. If Ninja made his own streaming platform, and with the promise of, like, better payout for the people, or, like, the streamers themselves, I feel like that'd be a really good investment on his part. Yeah. So I like, feel like it's harder. It's... Easier said than done. Yeah, I know, because, like, Twitch has been around for so long, but if people aren't going to be pay- getting paid on Twitch the way that they should be, I can't imagine people stay on it unless they update their, uh, uh, EULA or whatever. Because, yeah, and then, like, um, YouTube is trying to compete, so they're buying streamers, also they're the big announcements of sh- shorts, right? Mm-hmm. So they're monetizing shorts now. Because um, I know TikTok does that, but to be fair, TikTok is kind of dog shit. Yeah, TikTok monetization is it, a joke. It's a fucking joke. Don't do it, to be honest with you. Use TikTok to grow your platform, but don't use it as a main source of income. It's not good at all. So they announced of 2023, the start of 2023, you can monetize shorts. So I know the payout's 45 55 right? But it's not bad, as people say it is, right? So the requirement is kind of fucking crazy, though. So. To, uh, to a requirement to get it, you have to be at least a thousand subscribers, right? And in the next ninety days, you have to uh, uh, you have to be uh, you have to like equivalent of a ten million views in thir- in ninety days. Mm-hmm. So I mean, for someone like us, where we average around a few thousand each clip, each short, it's gonna be fucking difficult for us. But- yeah, but it's not like there's a timer on when you need to have these 10 million views it's like in a three any three month window yeah in a three month window if you get 10 million and you have a thousand subscribers you get monetization so, on shorts so the so they're they're gatekeeping it a little bit but like if you're growing eventually you will get there yeah so i say that youtube shorts is going to overtake tiktok and i think and i would say in about like two years i don't know i think maybe to the gaming community, that can be a hundred percent true, but I feel like there's too many people that are unaware about YouTube Shorts right mm-hmm. now. Like in general audiences, like 
because there's not really good sound system on YouTube Shorts, if I remember yeah. correctly, and like, I don't know, I can't see people like the large portion of people that use TikTok for like stupid dances and whatnot. I can't imagine they're gonna switch to YouTube Shorts. Yeah, you know, like maybe for the gaming community, yes, because streamers might be moving to youtube and stuff like that but i don't know i don't see tiktok going anywhere anytime soon yeah i mean the the definitely like you, like of course stay, if you have already a platform on tiktok stay on it that's fine but if you want money and actual income youtube shorts is a wave youtube shorts like and if you already have a solidified but, fan base you should at least grow your youtube passively so yeah you can get passive income but i think it's also the problem is not enough people are on youtube shorts and like navigating the platform is kind of ass it, it definitely i don't know is, if you've yeah. used it but yeah it's, it's not, kind of dog it's not a that bit. good i feel and like let's be serious a live streaming is not good either like there's there's no significant hud like for example on twitch right you go on twitch right you go to the following or you go to browse there's a list of streamers there's a list of games that uh, they're playing right now it's so easy to find streamers right it's really easy for youtube that shit is kind of like it is so hard to navigate for example, if I'm new to like live streaming and like I want to go in, I want to see new live streaming, it is a pain to find some streamers. And like to be fair, not many stream like not many people stream on YouTube. If yeah. I tweeted this and I was saying this, if YouTube actually has a significant hub for live streamers, just for live streaming, like a good hub. Um, people would use it. Oh no, people half of uh, if it was more interactable, yeah, people would use it. Oh yeah, more people would use it, and I would say like half the Twitch, half the Twitch streamers would instantly move mm -hmm. because one, the pay is better, and two, it's YouTube. Their their video, YouTube's video quality is much better than Twitch. That is a fact. They're much better, of course, because they started off as that. Mm -hmm. They're much better, and if they just had a, that is the one thing that YouTube is missing. If they had a HUD, like a good HUD they would instantly be able to like attract so many streamers they would they would like kill twitch not kill entirely but like deliver twitch would take a hit a massive hit and i feel like that's what because twitch is a monopoly let's be serious twitch is a monopoly in streaming no other streaming minus youtube is actually competing with them mm -hmm. so that is my thing and i hope though because right now i'm trying to grow the youtube because i want to try to get to a thousand subscribers by next year like before next year, I'm trying to hopefully get it mm -hmm. to a thousand. Right around now, like two oh eight. But like YouTube clips have been doing good, so that's why I've been trying to push it. Yeah. Like I know, uh, don't worry, I'm still gonna focus on TikTok, but I really want to try to push YouTube because like having monetization is nice. Mm -hmm. Let's be serious. Money passive makes... income. Yeah, and let's be serious. Money, uh, money motivates passion. You can't you can't just be passionate about something with no money in it. Yeah. I don't know how like I I think people really don't understand that. It's like. Yeah, don't you know, like we're passionate about the podcast, we're passionate about esports, we're passionate about gaming, but money needs to be involved. Like money, money is a big thing. Yeah. So, 100%. Yeah. I feel like a lot, if you are going to content creation, like don't just say, hey, I'm doing this as a passion. No, motherfucker. Try to get paid while doing it because money is a big thing. You can't just, like, that's like, for example, that's like me, for example, I like do data analytics statistics, right? That's what I'm studying and that's what I'm doing. If I just did that shit for free, I would fucking lose my mind. Like, no, that shit's difficult. And for you, audio engineering. Yeah, you like music. You like audio. Yeah, Imagine but doing money... that shit for free. No. Yeah. Like, money make Like, if you talk... If you see all these, see all these streamers doing things for money, well, yeah, that's important. Why do you think... Like, if you see pro stream, 
to build their YouTube, build everything else. They need money. They mm-hmm. want to build because like being a pro is not a not a significant not a like solidified job. You have to have money. So that's my two things. I don't know if you want to add anything to it. If you want to add anything to it. No, I think I think that's fair. Yeah. What you, uh... But uh I think that's a wraps up our 50th episode again thank yeah. you guys on thank you for supporting and um being with us this whole time hopefully for another 50 and hopefully uh we'll actually get sponsored by uh well we'll get sponsored and have monetization by then so mm-hmm. again thank you guys i love you bye bye love you